It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Scobro Show. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you with always with I messed that up. Coming at you as always with my big brother Rich. There, did I do better? <laughs> I don't even know what welcome I said, but I knew it was right. Go. <laughs> now you're interrupting me, and I can't even finish. Now you got me. Now I got you. Good night, well, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. Let them off the hook. <laughs> we are. No. We are who we thought we were. <laughs> yeah, we are. Who we thought, yeah. We're terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, so, huh, just a big rea- a dose of reality to the team and the fan base this weekend. Big dose of reality. Yep. This team is a work in progress. I mean, Jeff Hartman said it before week one, said it after week one. Okay. So Dave Richard had been on the hangover instead. Yeah. The way we're, we're, we're sounding a little bit hungover right now, aren't we? Um, but what Jeff said is like, he's like, get ready. It's going to be a bumpy ride. There's going to be some turbulence. This, you you want to win along the way, but it's not going to be a smooth ride, especially early on. You know, and and people that are critical of the offensive line, I've seen other people make some really good points of the difference between this year's line and last year's line. Last year's line had a bunch of players that were on the decline. You weren't expecting them to get better. 
you got a bunch of young guys now that the hope is that every week is an improvement and they've got the room to do it. So they need to collectively get working together more. Rich, is there anything more from the game on Sunday that you felt just kind of showed more of with the Steelers and who that they are, who we thought they were? I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, say, oh, well, let's talk about this without giving you a chance to bring up something else. No, I I mean, there's more stuff I could bring up, but I don't really want to because I feel like really you're just, I, I'd just be beating a dead horse. Yeah, piling on. <laughs> in terms of saying very similar things, mm-hmm. I could just kind of, you could shift some positions around and talk about, and I don't feel that's necessarily worth it. Um, you know, I, I was someone who really wanted the Steelers to come out and win that game. My reason for wanting the Steelers to win that game, I felt, was if they could come out, play a game similar to Buffalo, and get a win, that maybe the team starts to ride that wave a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and for lack of a better term, get a little bit of cockiness to them and perform better. Yeah, you know, continue to perform better because hey, we pulled this off and nobody thought we'd be start the season two and up. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I think the Raiders, as decimated as they were from injuries, they were on a short week flying across the country. All those things stacked against them. They were also the underdogs, and I think that played to their favor in this week, just like it did the week before. And like mm-hmm. it did to the Steelers the week before. When you're the yeah. underdog, you kind of feel like you've got nothing to lose. You can go after it and make that play. This, I'm not saying you, it should be this way. This is just natural human tendency that you have to get over. That's why the Steelers shouldn't pay attention to, to favorites and stuff like that as much as they can. Because you you have a feeling like, oh, they don't believe I can do this. I'm going to go out and show them that I can. And if I mess up, all I'm doing is what's expected. But if I don't, look at what I just did. You know, those kind of things. I mean, I still think one of the worst things that happened to the Steelers, as much as I wanted to see it, was the Raiders winning that overtime game on Monday night. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, I feel like Derek Carr walked into Heinz Field like like the Vince McMahon gif or gif or however you want to pronounce, you know what I'm saying? Where he swaggers oh, yeah. in on that, that people, you know, do no that chance. Was, yeah. Oh, I mean, that that's kind of what you feel was that's how they walked into this game. Like, you know what? Another underdog, another thing going on, you know what? Bring on the adversity, you know, and kind of felt kind of played. I mean, especially once TJ Watt went out, kind of said, you know what, I'll hold the ball a little bit longer even if I'm going to get hit because I think I can complete this pass. Played with a little bit more more swagger. Made the splash plays. So I don't want to sit here and just gush over the Raiders because who wants to do that? But the Steelers had their had their chance to, to do things. This offense is averaging 16.5 points a game. People are like, oh, the offense was so bad in week two compared to week one. They scored one more point in week two than what they did in week one. Week one, they had a special teams touchdown. You know, so it's not like you thought that all, oh, wait a second, they woke up in the second half. They're just going to be even better in the third half and fourth half of the season. Um, 
meaning the first half of week two, in case you don't understand what I meant there. doesn't work that way, does it? So any any answers for what the Steelers should be doing on offense this week? Well, I shouldn't have asked you that question yet. First, we have to go over the injuries from Mike Tomlin's press conference today. Okay. Okay. We, we know they've got T.J. Watt. There's a chance he can play this week. In other words, it's not expected to be something that, oh, he's out six weeks. Um, I think Joe Hayden has more of a chance this week because he at least worked out prior to the game on Sunday. And Coach Tomlin said, hey, there might be guys that if they don't practice as much, they can still play. I think Hayden might have been who he was implying there. Um, they brought up, you know, Devin Bush is still dealing with the groin. We don't know the extent of that one, if that's going to be – if he's going to be close or not. We'll find out with the injury report more tomorrow um, and as it goes through the week. Brought up Alex Highsmith is having a groin. Who his, his groin injury was going into week one. So that might be that that's a little bit of a re-aggravation or something going on with him. And the big one – well, hold on. Deontay Johnson's knee, not going to be something that's going to require surgery. He could be back sooner or later. But the other big one brought up today was that Ben Roethlisberger has a left pec injury. Before I get back to the other question I asked you, Rich, what do you think of that, Coach Tomlin, mentioning that about Ben Roethlisberger today? Do you think that's significant? He just said that so he doesn't get fined. but honestly i think he said it and he's like so that could inhibit his participation early in the week that's what he said to me that's trying to keep people from flipping out when tomorrow when the injury report comes out they don't want to say that you know the last thing you'll say is oh well ben was dealing with the chest problem when someone says it after the game and he overcame it rather than getting trouble there rather than tomorrow on wednesday being Coach's decision under did not practice. It's going to say, it's going to say Peck. Yeah. And we can't flip out about it tomorrow because even if he was fine, he wouldn't have practiced tomorrow. Right. So, and it's funny. People are like, why does Ben have to take off once? Did you not see him get hit all game on Sunday? The dude's 39 years old. He needs more time to recover. I mean, my, my, my goodness, I go out and try to power wash the, my, my gutters on the second story. And I need three days to recover just from just from man in the power washer. You know what I'm saying? It, it, he got hit by by professional football players. He might need a little bit of time. So right now, your call. Ben Roethlisberger, is he playing Sunday or not? Ben plays. That's what I say too. And remember last year he didn't even practice against Cincinnati because he was a close contact uh, with Vance McDonald coming back from Dallas and didn't practice did the walkthrough on Saturday and went out and crushed the Bengals in that game. We're not going to talk about the other game. So there's that. Now, what was that other question I asked you before, before I had to go over the injuries? It was something about things about with the offense rolling into this week. What do you want to see? From, is there things that you're still concerned about from the off? I think they're, we're still concerned about it. That's yeah. I asked. There, is there thing, specific things you want to see this week? From the offense, yeah, I want to see the line continue to work on that blocking. I want to see more running plays where every guy is where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there and hits their block. Yeah, together, all of them. (laughs) Yeah, right. So that it looks like 
like I said, like that one play happened on, I really think it was this last game. I, mm-hmm. I just remember yelling at Kyle. That's how it's supposed to look. Yeah. You know. Because I'm going to go back and reference. Uh, yeah, it was. The, it was the one where I think it was Dotson pulled and came around. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think Firemouth came through there too. And it was just like everything kicked out. There was a hole. Najee hits the hole. Accelerates. Big game. Right? Nice. Yeah. Game. And it's like that's how the Steelers typically run the football. Yeah. I want to see more plays that, that go like that, that look that way. They can be done because they showed that they could be done. Yeah. Great. Let me see some more of them. Yeah. Because you got to get some confidence and everything going there because frankly, between you and me, that punting on fourth and half a yard. Oh, that was awful. That was everything to do with the line. Now, The thing is, if you say you trust your defense to get you the ball back, you also need to say, I trust the defense to hold them to a field goal and know that the difference between nine points and 12 points is that we're just going to have to get two touchdowns rather than a touchdown and a field goal if if you don't make it. But KT Smith brought up something that I thought was an excellent point today in our Slack channel that I, I went to bring it up and then he brought it up. Is he really wanted him to go on fourth and one, but he said, but did they have? But did they have a play they could run to get it? Did you have that play ready to go? And everyone's like, "Oh, just line up in quarterback sneak." When you line up in that formation, it's not like the, there's other people on the other side of the ball that their job is to stop you. As soon as you do that on that fourth down, guess what you're going to be dealing with? You're going to be dealing with two nose tackles. You're going to have two guys over there, probably one on each side of the center, ready for that yep. at any moment, and. And if, because of as soon as Ben would go under center, they would do that. People will scream that they want more Derek Watt, which I would like to see Derek Watt. But when Derek Watt comes on the, I don't want Derek Watt to come on the field for the running game. I really don't. I want Derek Watt to come on the field for the passing game. Because when Derek Watt comes on the field, instantly you're taking another player. It's like having the extra offensive lineman. You're basically saying, oh, whoever's responsible for this guy, get in the box and be ready for the run. You're drawing more of the defense in towards where you don't want them to be. I mean, Kevin did a good job of outlining before in week one how the running game was that the Bills had more defenders there than what the Steelers had blockers. That's just what they did, and you have to get them out of that. So it's – did you have the play? I want – this offensive line to get to a point soon, meaning by the end of the next game would be really nice that when you've got fourth and half a yard, you feel like you can go for it. Even in your own, in the shadow of your own end zone. Yep. You know, um, and it's funny. We know we're like, Oh, you know, don't, don't live in your fears unless it's fourth and one is what we were going to say because, you know, we said, unless it was the playoffs before. But this one, this this wasn't. If you don't, if you don't feel like you can do it, you don't do it. You know, I mean, I, the purple team on Sunday night felt like they could, and they did. So, I don't know that that one's. Um, you know, I know, Wes. You say use the fullback to lead block. What else do you think you use a fullback for usually? But when you do, you're pulling in another defender into the box who's accounting for a fullback rather than a receiver. That's that's the point. You aren't increasing your numbers when you just do that. You're just saying we're hoping that our fullback is better than the guy that he's going to have to be blocking. That's that's the point. 
That's the point. Yeah. So that's why the Steelers and, and, haven't and always and done you have it. To show that you'll use, and you have to also show that you'll use that fullback in the passing game because what happens then is you get to the point where you can run different plays as running things as running plays where that guy's not necessarily pulled into the box. You know, there you're going broken eye, flare your fullback out, still hand it to the halfback coming up the middle. You're actually taking that guy, that linebacker in the middle and moving him to the outside to watch the fullback for a little bit. Yeah. Can actually give you a little bit of advantage there, but that doesn't work if you never would throw the ball out there to that fullback. Exactly. You need to, yeah, that's kind of like even Jeff was saying before. You need to, you know, use the pass to set up the run. You need to actually pass the ball to get everyone crowding the line of scrimmage to where you have more room to run. You've got to do certain things. I mean, sometimes people are like, why do they take the tight end, put him in motion across the formation, and bring him right back to the same spot? One, you're trying to figure out, get a read on the defense, how they uh, react to that. Zone. And two, you might not do it this time, but that could set you up for a play that you want to use later. It's not just about what you're doing right here, right now. You have to be five or six plays ahead. That's what it takes. And for someone who is who would have to scheme blocking for, for various plays, sometimes I, I remember saying – I actually enjoyed scheming the blocking when I wasn't an offensive coordinator or and I was just, you know, someone that was just focused on the offensive line. I was like, I was like, you can run this play, but if you run it out of this formation rather than that formation, you're going to have so much more success with the exact same play based on your receivers on a running play. Because guess what you just did? You just moved this guy from here to there. And now it's easier to block this here. It's all in how you set it up. And I don't think that I want the Steelers to use the fullback, but you've got to use him in a way that he just doesn't draw one another defender. And I don't know that they've set that up yet. So, right. so and we spent uh, yeah. we spent enough time on that because I got yeah. one more thing I'd really like to see from the offense this week. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would like to see more utilization of throwing the ball to the tight ends. Mm-hmm. We have two good. We have one really good and one usually good, you know, pass catching tight ends yeah. that we could utilize more. Yeah. Some of, again, some real pretty, you know, a couple pretty plays we had last week were directed towards the tight ends in yeah. the past game. I agree. And I completely agree. If that matchup, is there and it seemed like they had it. The one, I mean, yep. here's the other thing: no one really wants to talk about. The reason the Steelers were in fourth and a half a yard is because Fermuth couldn't fight to get that extra half yard. Granted, he did have three people trying to bring him down. You know what I'm saying? That's what set that up. Some people don't necessarily remember that that it was like if he could have if he just could have fought you know because i thought he had first down i thought he had it then all of a sudden i'm like oh he was fighting fighting two guys and had the third guy not come along he was going to get it but the third guy came in and blew him up backwards and that's what stopped it yeah i mean there is so much more to to stuff going on that I see. And there's so much more that that's why I ask Kevin. And a lot of times I ask Jeffrey because 
he's doing film breakdowns and he's watching plays over and over and over and over again. And a lot of times you're like, oh, wow, look, they threw it to this player and he made a great play. And then all of a sudden they're not throwing it to him anymore. You know what you aren't noticing? That the defense adjusted to that player and now something else is open. Okay. But at the same time, there's also scheme things that sometimes I scratch my head about. And I mean, when the Steelers went for it on the other fourth down, the fourth, was it fourth and four, something like that? It seemed like every receiver was 15 yards down the field on that. And I'm like, that's to, I, I might not be right because I, I didn't get it. I didn't get to see any good view from like an all 22 or anything. But if all the receivers are at the same level, you've just made their job defending it a little bit easier. I don't know if it was a miscommunication or if they were trying to get a read and everyone was kind of reading the same thing. And there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. So. We'll see how it goes. This week, Cincinnati Bengals, is this as much as – I've said this in games last year. Is this as much about the Bengals as it is really the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, this game's to me, all about the Steelers. What did yeah. they do? Yeah. That they need to do – you know, it's it's – this is the nameless gray face. They've got the nameless gray faces across from them. Let's, I mean, on defense, Coach Tomlin talked about their two safeties. Yeah, their safeties are both the real deal. I will say that. Um, so that's how's it going to say it? That it's more about the Steelers being able to to, to do what they want in in order to get it done. And it's not like I'm saying I want the Steelers to only do what they want because they also understand that you want to take what the defense is giving you. Steelers need to execute. Yeah. yeah. Say it that it's way. More they about, need to execute. Yeah. It's about their own execution more than being able to react to what the other team is doing. You have to be able – I mean, until you can do what you do, you can't then react to what the other team's doing to counter you. Right? Like it doesn't matter if you – I, I I don't know how to, I mean, if until you can actually get your own stuff together, you can't say, well, Hey, we really need to make sure that we're trying to throw this at them to keep them off guard. doesn't matter what you throw at them if you still can't get your stuff together. So I think one of the biggest things with this game is ultimately going to come down to the defense and therefore it's the health of the defense. Agreed. Complete. I mean, I knew you would agree to that. Um, and what they can overcome if they don't have players available. So, I mean, it's funny because this is the first time that the Steelers actually, you know, have a little bit of space if they had to make a move. It's not like you can just say, oh, we have a problem. Let's open up the checkbook and see what we can do. It's it's not that simple. So get the guys healthy, and then you've you've got to have the guys there. We didn't even talk about Taco Tuesday, did we? that was significant that the Steelers signed Taco Charlton to their practice squad today. Um, which my favorite thing about, about him is that he was selected two spots ahead of TJ Watt in the 2017 draft. But a lot of people read into that as, Oh, well this, I mean, one, you've got two outside linebackers with groin injuries Two, they had an open spot on the practice squad because they promoted Correct. Mondell. So it, it made sense that you wanted someone on the defensive front. And because of the couple injuries, it made sense to go look for, to, to look for an, an edge rusher. So that's what they did. So um, we didn't spend a lot of time talking about this game, but I feel like we have the whole time. 
because everything correct. that we've talked about from last Every, week is things we will improve that this we week. Were, correct. Everything we were seeing that was wrong with this last game are the things we need to see improvement on. We improve on some of those things. We get more, you know, consistent and better execution on the offensive line. Um, we get guys back on the defense from injury. You know, those kind of things mean a lot, you know. Yeah. Could be the difference in this game. Yeah. And what you're going to see when I give my score tonight. Yes. Well, and, and honestly, it's once again, just like we had to talk about last week, everything is so outcome dependent. Oh, it's terrible they didn't go forward on fourth and one. If they don't make that fourth and one, how dumb was it to go with the game? Was well, you know, so here's what I said to Kyle when that happened. I said, Well, here's the deal. I said, If you go for it on that fourth and one, you're saying this play, we, you know, this could be the play that could win us the game. But if we don't make this play, we've lost the game. Yeah. Like that was a, like, if you don't make that play, you don't have a chance. Basically, you okay? are right. You're, you're, yeah. as I kept saying to Kyle, if, if we don't make that play, we're dead in the water. Um, hmm. so did we just prolong getting to that point? Maybe, yeah. But I mean, when I say that uh, so many things are outcome dependent, is week one, the Steelers beat the Buffalo Bills. They only scored 16 points on offense. They got the special teams touchdown. They win the game. The defense did great. Ben Roethlisberger, you know, a lot of, you know, whether it's PFF score, just other people, the narrative in general, other outside people are saying, oh, Ben didn't look very well. And people are like, what are you talking about? He beat the Buffalo Bills. Ben Roethlisberger, all oh, this is disrespectful. He was so much better than Aaron Rodgers last week, which I believe was true. Um, and yet everyone's fine with Aaron Rodgers. This week, Ben, I'm shocker. I'm going to tell you something. People might not agree it. Played better. Yes, Ben did he play better, better this week in week, than week two one. than he did in week one, and yet Ben, oh, he's terrible. We need to go to Mason Rudolph. Oh, you know, it's it's over. What what's you know, all because they lost the game. So you got to sometimes got to keep these things in per, in perspective. So the bottom line is. It's so much easier to talk about it when they win. I would much rather talk about everything going on when they win. So, Rich, we're going to get to the final question. We're running a little bit late tonight because we know we're going to get lots of scores. Do not put your score in the live chat until I bring it up there because Rich will give his, and then we will go. All right. This is for you, uh, Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman and Brian Anthony Davis. Okay. I'm going to give a Dave answer. Okay. Okay. For my score. <laughs> You're going to tell me if TJ Watt plays, it's one thing, and if he doesn't, it's another. Correct. Yeah, sort of. I called it. Um, okay. <laughs> because um, you get to hold off on your score to do later in the week and then use it yeah. and put into the staff article. Yep. I'm giving two because right now I don't know a whole lot on those injury statuses. And you want to, you have the right and to change I want, yours. And I, and I want, and I want to see what that is. So. If TJ Watt and Joe Hayden play, yeah, the Steelers win 24 to 20. Okay. If they do not play, the Steelers lose 27-17. Okay. That that's that's 
I understand exactly what you're saying. So when we do this, for those of you entering in scores, if you want to say something with and something without, we will understand what you mean. With the players coming back, we'll assume whatever number of them or whether without. If that's what you want to do, you have every right to it's, do that in your first in your. And, and, one, and I one agree. Of the few because, times, one of the first few times we'll take multiple things in there because we think that really plays into this this week. Yes, we do. So, boom, it is now in the live chat. If you all want to do that, um, you can you can say that with your scores. You can give me two sets of scores, and that is acceptable because we understand. Or you could say, hey, I think it's going to be disregardless because, you know, whatever. So, for, so we're starting to get some in here. Whoa, they're jumping on me. Here's okay? the first one. Okay, I missed that one. I'm glad you did. Sean Manahan says, Najee runs for 75 yards, catches 50. Steelers 24, Bengals 20. Okay. Brian Brown says, 27-24 Steelers. I would never pick the opposition to win. <laughs> okay. Um, You're allowed to do fun. that, Brian. That's fine. Absolutely. You're here as a fan. Is, you don't have to try to be objective. What also bothers me is when people are like, Oh, you picked against them. That doesn't mean you root against them. It just means you're saying saying what's going on. I'm never rooting against the Steelers. My goodness, no. I don't even. I would never even root for them if it meant they got the number one pick. Don't care. Okay, Brad Jewett says with twenty seven seventeen, without twenty seven twenty four, he has them winning either way. Just how close it would be. Steelers okay. chick forty six, Steelers seventeen, Cincinnati ten, Steel Dog eighty eight twenty four seventeen with Rudolph at quarterback is what he says. Um. Do, 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 do. And oh, and Brad said we win. Yes, we win. I, okay. We know we know what if you don't say the other team, it's always assuming you mean Steelers. Okay. Devin Logan says 21-17 Steelers. Um, Wes says without he even got specific with players. I have no problem with that. Um, um with TJ and, and Joe Hayden, 31-10 Cincy. With them, 17-10 Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Um, he feels they're that big of an impact on the defensive game. I un I understand. Yep. I understand. And the only reason I would change the offensive score if that means that, you know, they had an extra possession from a takeaway from one of those guys. Says I'm posting this till it happens. Thirty five seventeen. But 100 percent with you, big bro. Dennis says agree with. I believe Rick. that was I believe that was Michael's score that he posted last week. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was too. He says he agrees with which almost, but I'm saying Bengals 27, 17 period. Yep. Cree says Bengals 31, nine without Steelers 17, 16 with. So the so people are thinking without those defensive players, the Steelers get blown out. And if not, then they can, then they can win. Um, I hit the wrong one. Here we go. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh says 69, no matter what. I like ah, that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Philip, haven't seen Philip around here for a while. Um, good to see you, Philip. And I never get your last name right, so I'm not even gonna try. 2117. If our defense has Hayden, Bush, and Watt. Okay. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I will also say that no matter what, whoever wins this game will be the will be the number one seed in the AFC North, regardless, meaning this week, because it will give them the best division record. Um, and everyone else is one and one. Uh, Faustino says 23 20 Steelers, regardless of who plays. Okay. Um, 
Do, do, do. Brian Blackstock says 2417 Steelers fire up the Escalator. You can't fire up the Escalator. It's in Pittsburgh this week. But yes, you have to at least mention that, even though it is, because right. anytime it's the Bungles, you have to mention the Escalator. Okay. Clarence Washington says 20 to 14 Steelers. Um, Terry Tanner says 1710 Steelers. Mark Tobin says 2410 Steelers. Uh, Dallas Quinley says 1716 Steelers. David Poe. 2316 Steelers, Muth, Muth Big Plays, and TD. Um, Kathy says, we win 2316. Jerry Cherry Band says 2511 Pittsburgh. And if you're not listening to the audio podcasts, you know what? Even these just on pod, on, it's not just the audio. If you're not listening to any of these in podcast form, you're missing out on Jerry Cherry's music. It's great stuff. Okay. Um, unless you go listen to it on your own. Do here we go. This is one. Um, Colton. Says get right game for our offense. Steelers 30. Bung I'll, I'll say bungles. I'm not gonna say the other one on the air just because I don't want to. Um 21. Um, although our grandfather would have said that. Um this is don't worry about saying my name. <laughs> what they say. Um, uh, I'm gonna try. Zemana Sue. I don't know. Um 27-20 Steelers with um with the players, Bengals 28-17 without. Okay, BF Bud says 2720 Steelers. Enjoy those um, tickets there, Bud. Yeah, he, he's he's going to be at this one. And and he'll uh he'll also be at the Cleveland game at the end of the season. Which reminds me I, I still have tickets to the Bears and Titans. That's what it was. I've had people asking about them but nobody got them for certain. Uh Steeler Tank says 2312 Muth scores and some other stuff there. Don't have time to say it all. Um, Evan says 50 to three Pittsburgh. There you go. Gotta love that one. Um, Tom, hey Tom, he says about continuing struggle because of injuries, but he says 31 17 Bengals. Um, Rajon says with Ben, he's saying with Ben specifically 24 or 24 14 Steelers with Mason 20 to 10 Bengals. Okay. Um, John Loof. I think it's Loof. Might be Luff. 30 to 19 Steelers. Um, Bert Tavares from Hawaii says 24-17. Mason Aloha, comes in. Aloha, Bert. Okay. Bad itch. I have to say that properly. 24-17. Bungles. He says the Steelers are beat up. Uh, Demetrio says 24-17. Steelers. Okay. Um, Richard Adamson says 21-14 Steelers. Um, okay. Um, Joseph Brown. Joseph. Oh, ah! I'm sorry, I hit it as you okay. hit it. My bad. Nine to three. Nine to three. That'll be it. That, that would be quite an interesting game, I, I have to admit. Okay. The, the battle um, of the the battle of the toes. No, it's a touchdown and a safety. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, C. Brown says, never thought I would say this, but 24-17. Bengals. Tyler W says 24-17 without Hayden, 21-13 Bengals otherwise. Okay. Yeah, 12. I think you might have got those backwards. I'm, I might have read them backwards. I don't know. Um, I'm seeing if there's any more. Oh, here's VC, 16 to 10 Steelers. Um, Mr. Sandman, 20 or 38-20. I screwed that one up. 31-28. Steelers. Thank you. Okay. Joey Jr. says uh Bengals 36, Steelers 16. Um, <laughs> um, I got some 
kudos for attempting the name. <laughs> I'm looking for more scores. You see any more? You got it. Um, yep, Joey Jr. Oh, I says, missed that one. Cincinnati 36, Steelers 16. Yeah. A lot of people are like, um, they're not riding, not riding the love train anymore. Um, Tony says 27-10 with TJ and Hayden and Bush 24-20 without. I'm assuming those are both Steelers. He didn't say otherwise, but I don't. In other words, a closer game. Yep. Um, Tyler yep. says Tyler, and I think that's Steelers. the last one. All right. Well, we that was a lot. Thank you all so much for that. We've gone over a little bit, but we always go over when we do this. But uh, that was a frustrating game last week. But it, I mean, it really that was a wasn't... good way of putting it because that's how I was when I was watching it. Yeah. I wasn't mad, I wasn't yelling. I was just like, I was frustrated. Like, I had this scowl on my face, I think, yeah. the whole time. Um, I was not excited. Kyle was not excited. We were just like, uh, play better. You know? It's- yeah. You wanted them to build off the week before. You wanted them to take that and go next level with it. And it didn't happen. You basically got, like I said, I mean, if you switch, um, well, I can't say that because of the players missing. That's really what it came. If the Steelers were missing those players against Buffalo, they don't win that game. No. You know? No. So, I mean, in, in reality. So, Honestly, I, I would be extremely happy if the Steelers got a rematch against the Raiders with their players back on defense. That would be fantastic. Bring it in the postseason. I would be fine with that. You know, and honestly, every win that the Raiders get now help with the Steelers' strength of victory. Although well, tons of Steelers fans hate hate the Raiders. You know, they're really the Oakland Raiders that play their games in Las Vegas. So I, I understand. I would. I'm not saying to root for them, but I'm just saying at least that's a little something you can take out of it. But uh, make sure you're here for Behind the Steel Curtain, all the podcasts. Oh, my goodness. We keep churning them out. It's the same lineup. Good stuff. Great stuff. I will tell you this. Little plug. Make sure you check out. I'm not going to spoil it, though. Make sure you check out what Yin's talking about this Friday for a little something special that they have that I think is going to be kind of interesting. Um, and, of course, make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We want that to be your one-stop shop, shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Rich, anything you want to say before we finish up here? Yeah, just just want to send out one one little thing, um, and that's to uh, BF Bud out there since he's got tickets and from us and is headed towards the game. Yeah, BF Bud, when the Steelers pull this off and win this game, please go find and see if the Crime Bangles lady is there and get a selfie with her. Um, <laughs> yeah, catch some of them Crime Bangle lady tears. Um, and, and send it off to Dave and I, cause that would be really fun. Yeah. Yes, it would. But Hey, most importantly, Steelers need to get back on track this week. It'd be great to get back on that in that winning way. Start off your AFC North football the right way back at Heinz field. We'll just have to see if it happens on Sunday. Next week. I'm ready to come back. Give that great big, deep breath, breathe in that smell of victory. Can't wait. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. 
You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.